The question at the end of the gospel is easy to resolve for those who have faith. Who is this whom even the wind and sea obey? It is the Lord of creation. In scripture, very often when we have images of water and of wind, of storm, a reference is being made to creation. In the first reading from Job, we have an image of storms. Once again, creation, the beginning of material creation, the beginning of the universe, is behind this image. God speaks of a storm to Job, a storm at sea with raging water, to challenge Job about who Job is, who he thinks he is, what his identity is. God is teaching Job that God is creator, that Job is his small creation, that God is Lord of creation and God is Lord of Job. In the second reading, we have the other end, shall we say, from creation. We hear of dying and rising. Paul is speaking of dying and rising to the Jewish community in Corinth. And this dying and rising takes place at the end of the world. We have creation in the first. We have an apocalyptic image at the end. The end of the world. And within this Paul says that it is the love of Christ which impels us. It drives us. Think of the love of God behind you, driving you forward, almost like the wind might drive a boat. It fills its sails, and the wind takes you where the wind blows. We know that the Holy Spirit at times is described, the Holy Spirit, which is the love of God, is described like a rushing wind which, who blows where he wills. Where he wills, not where you will. When you go against the will of the wind, when you go against the will of Christ, who drives you in his love, you will go against that impelling force at your peril. It is a perilous thing to be a creature of the Lord who goes against the Lord of creation, against the Lord of history, against the Lord of your life and your very being. In the gospel, once again, we have a storm at sea. And there is an interesting detail here in this gospel account. The boat with Christ the sleeping Christ and the apostles in it, panicking because water is coming over the side, is not the only boat out there. There are all sorts of other little boats. Christ gets into the boat, the apostles get into the boat. Of course, some of them are fishermen, so they're navigating across the water. And all these people, you can just imagine them, the people from the village or wherever they were, rushed into their boats too and they're going to follow the Lord. But they are in different boats. They are not in the same boat. Fathers of this church describe this boat that the Lord is in with the apostles as holy church. And it is only when 
the church's boat, the boat with the apostles, the boat that is Christ, only when that boat is threatened, not the other little boats, but it is only when that boat is threatened that Christ rises and calms the storm. The safety of all of the other little boats around, going about on their own, the safety of those little boats was assured only because Christ's boat, the church, fulfilled its mission in that moment when all were at peril. These readings speak, I think, very well to our own times. If there were ever a time that we could describe as turbulent, when people are going against the Lord of creation, the Lord of time, the Lord of our being, the Lord of our lives, it is now. We are like in a boat on a stormy sea. Our Holy Father, Pope Benedict, just before his election uh, as Pope, was the one who wrote the way of the cross, the stations of the cross that were prayed, as you might remember, as our Holy Father, Pope John Paul, was dying. He was in his apartments watching the way of the cross on television. He would be soon, very soon thereafter, he would die. And, uh, and Cardinal Ratzinger would be elected Pope. Joseph Ratzinger wrote the stations for that year, for 2005. And in the station, Jesus falls the second time. Joseph Ratzinger described the church as a little boat on the sea, taking on water from all sides just as is being described in this, in this reading from the Gospel today. Well, when a boat is on sea and taking on water from all sides, usually the cry that is made by the captain of the boat is a little different from the Lord simply being able to rise up and say, Be calm, be still. The cry is, All hands on deck. Start bailing. You have work to do as a member of the crew in this boat. Everybody has a different role in a boat, but everybody is very concerned about the state of the boat at that time when, all, when the water is being taken on. Everyone has something to do. We rely on our captain for the ultimate safety of the boat, which is absolutely secure, because when the Lord is in the boat, we know that the boat will never go down, but that doesn't mean that we still don't have some part in keeping the boat afloat, in making sure that the boat continues always to be impelled by the love of Christ between the points of creation and the end of the world. All hands on deck is now. We are in turbulent times. Now just as the Lord taught Job that he that the Lord that the God is Lord and that Job is a creature you too should be reminded by Job's situation that God God called every single one of you into the world for a purpose 
He could have created any universe, but he created this universe in which he would call you into existence at a particular point of time, in a particular place. He would give you who you are. He would give you your talents, your abilities, and your vocation. But he also gave you the great gift of belonging to this boat, the Lord's boat, the boat that has the apostles. And you have something to do in the boat. Now, our Holy Father, who is our, like our first mate on the deck of the ship, the captain being Christ himself, has called all hands on deck for a special year, an observance of the year for priests, which began on Friday. The Holy Father is trying to revitalize our Catholic identity in a turbulent and disturbed world when there are many forces trying to impel, drive, not according to the love of Christ, but according to the love of earthly things, to drive the church's voice, to drive the voice of faithful Catholics out of the public square, out of public discourse. We need a stronger identity. We need to have a greater sense of ourselves as a church in the world. And as part of this project to revitalize Holy Church's identity, he has declared a year for priests when it is an all-hands-on-deck situation for you, members of the crew of the boat, to pray for the sanctification and the strengthening of priests. Because without priests who are like the officers in the boat, well, my dear friends, Holy Church offers you an opportunity to gain many spiritual benefits during this year. There are many opportunities for indulgences to be gained so that you and your great charity, your love for people who have gone before you, loved ones who have died, you can help them in their, uh, in their uh, perhaps in their time in purgatory, the church suffering. There are many spiritual benefits to be gained. But the greatest spiritual benefit is from your love for Holy Church, for your love for Christ, for your love for priests, to pray for them and strengthen them during this special year that our Holy Father Pope Benedict has called. It began on Friday. It will continue for one year. I would ask you, in your love for priests, to do something to find out just exactly what you may do to make a plan for this whole year. You know, very often we have these special years. There's been a year for the rosary. There was just last year, you know, it was just starting to ramp up here. Now a year in honor of St. Paul. Yeah, people don't make a plan for these years. They wind up, you know, the whole year slips by and they realize that they really haven't done anything and they haven't benefited from the year themselves. And they have not been a benefit for the church during the year. Find out what this year is all about and make a plan about what you can do all through this year for priests. To participate is a good hand 
in the ship which is impelled by the love of Christ. May God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.